Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, only about 13 minutes or so long, but it's seven days a week, keeps us in God's Word, thereby helps us to stay strong in our faith, even grow stronger in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. It also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and upon our spiritual lives and to have a more spiritual mindset to be able to deal with life every day. We encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. You know people in your life who need to turn their lives around and come to God for forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ. Help them by getting them into God's Word through these short studies every day. With your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, share with everybody you can every day. You may help somebody turn their life around You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing for them and for you. So make up your mind, share today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study. And this is really the second part of this particular study. We began by looking at it saying, don't let the devil win. Don't let the devil win. Well, how is it that we can be successful in not letting the devil win in our personal lives. Again, 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and 9 says, be diligent, or rather be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Now, the idea of being vigilant there, that's an active word. He also says there in that verse to... Uh, always be on guard, you know, and that's the idea of being vigilant, that we always need to be on guard. And he talks about the devil as our enemy. The word adversary means one who stands against enemy. So be sober, be on guard, keep your eyes open, be vigilant. Your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He's out for your destruction and the destruction of every single human being alive on this earth at this time and every single human being who will be alive on this earth until the Lord comes again. He wants to pull everybody he can away from God and ultimately into eternal condemnation and hell, which is what the devil will experience in eternity. He wants as as much company with him in that eternal condemnation and destruction as as he can achieve. So resist him, steadfast in the faith, Peter goes on to say in 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and 9. Okay, again, how do we resist the devil? By drawing near to God, by walking with God. There's no room in the life of a person who is walking faithfully and consistently with God. According to his teachings, there's no room in that person's life for the devil. The two lifestyles just don't go together. So walk with God, submit to God, resist the devil, he will flee from you. Draw near to God, he will draw near to you. James chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. Live by the teachings of God's word. Psalm 119, verse 105. How do I know how to live through life? How do I see through the darkness of the worldliness, the evil that is so prevalent in the world today, but in every generation as well. Well, 
Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Psalm 119, 105. We open up God's word and we learn thereby. Now, the reality is that a whole lot of people, Philippians chapter 3, verses 18 and 19, Paul said, many are following the lead of the devil. And where is the, the devil trying to lead us to? Spiritual condemnation. The wages of sin is death. But the same verse says, but the gift of God is eternal life in or through Christ Jesus our Lord, Romans 6 and verse 23. So the two different pathways through life and the two different eternal destinations. If we follow the devil's lead through sin, and he's going to try to lead us into sin as much as he can, well then that's eternal condemnation in hell. That's the eternal destiny that is the result of that worldly, evil, sinful lifestyle. But Jesus, through the gospel, is trying to lead us down that pathway that leads to heaven for eternity, where there is no more sickness, no more pain, no more sorrow, no more suffering, no more dying, no, no more tears, no more crying, eternal eternal happiness, eternal bliss in heaven with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So only two pathways. There's no middle of the road. And it, it, you make your choice every day. Am I going to go down the pathway of sinfulness, worldliness, unfaithfulness to God that's going to lead me to hell? Or am I going to go down the pathway of righteousness, godliness, faithfulness to God, living by his teachings, communicated to us in his word through Jesus Christ, and end up in heaven. Don't let the devil win. Don't let the devil win in your life. In Colossians chapter 3, beginning with verse 1, the apostle Paul lays out a basic fundamental strategy to defeat the devil, to not let him win in your life. Paul says, if then you were raised with Christ, so he's talking about if you're a Christian in particular, you're, you're a true Christian, you've been baptized into Christ, as you were buried with him in the waters of baptism, as in a watery grave, as he was literally buried in a tomb in the ground, then you came up out of that watery grave of baptism, reborn spiritually. John chapter 3, verses 3 through 5. Cleansed, forgiven of your sins, Acts 22 and verse 16, made new spiritually, 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. So if you have been raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. So Paul writes there, it's a mindset. You have to make up your mind you have to make up your mind. I'm going to walk with God. I'm going to live by the teachings of his word. I am not going to walk with the devil. I'm not going to live in sinfulness, a sinful lifestyle. God, okay, okay how do we do that? We have to focus as Christians. First, we have to become Christians. And again, that goes back to, I've got to repent of my sins. Luke chapter 13, verses uh, 3 through 5. I've got to confess my faith in Christ. Matthew chapter 10, verses uh, 32 and 33. I've got to be baptized into Christ 
so the blood that he shed on the cross on which he died for me can cleanse me of the guilt of my sins. Acts 2 and verse 38, Acts 22 and verse 16. Now, I've got to live that Christian life. I've got to make up my mind that with God's help, I will not let the devil win in my life. Ephesians 2 and verse 10, the apostle Paul talked about how God has good works. He has special works, godly works for each of us to be involved in if we will submit to his will and live by his teachings, by his word. Verse 10 says, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God has a way in mind for us to live our lives. And if we are living in active service and dedication to God, then we're going to find that it's going to be a natural that we're not going to be nearly as tempted to live by the temptations or submit to the temptations of the devil to lead us into sin. We're going to be focused. We're going to be preoccupied in our mindset with following God, with living for him and walking with him. As the Apostle Paul put it in Titus chapter 2, verses 13 and 14, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. The more occupied we are in good works, the more productive we'll be in staying strong and growing stronger in our faith and in walking with God. In the third chapter of Titus, beginning with verse 7, Thus, or rather, that having been justified by his grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. You know, if, if we're focused on heaven and getting to heaven, nothing of this world, and certainly none of the temptations of the devil, can really compare with what we're looking forward to, <clears throat> the glories of eternal life in heaven. Verse 8 this is a faithful and saying, and this is a faithful saying, and these things I want you to affirm constantly that those who have believed in God should be careful, that is, full of care, to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable to men. And then later in that same chapter, third chapter of Titus, verse 14, let our people also learn to maintain good works to meet urgent needs that they may not be unfruitful. Again, if we're living by the teachings of God, we're not going to have as much opportunity to be led away from godliness and faithfulness to God by some temptation of the devil. We'll be focused. If we're involved in good works, we don't have as much of an idle mind or don't have as much idle time for the devil to work on us and try to lure us away from that productivity of serving God faithfully in the good works that he has prepared for us to be involved in. Think about that. You know, what's the old saying? An idle mind is the devil's workshop. Absolutely true. 
if we're just living in idleness, and unfortunately, I'm afraid a whole lot of people in our country right now, in our present-day culture, are doing exactly that. They're living idle lives. They're not engaged actively in good works, as they should be. And especially when we're talking about the spiritual good works that God has prepared for us to be involved in. If we're living idle lives, we've got a big open door for the devil to walk in and try, start trying to fill our, our minds with all kinds of sinful activities. We've got to make up our mind. We've got to be focused. We've got to be alert. We've got to be on guard. We've got to set our mind on heaven, on walking with God through Jesus Christ. We'll continue next time. Let's pray. Father, help us to stand guard diligently against the ways of the devil. And please protect us from his temptations. Help us to stay focused, to be of a mindset set on you and getting to be with you forever in heaven. Help us to be involved in the good works that will keep us busy in good, godly, productive ways and thereby eliminate the opportunities to a great degree for the devil to get into our heads. We pray for souls everywhere, Father. We pray for our souls. And please, Father, please forgive us of our shortcomings. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>